0: So it's it's always an interesting it's I mean I think it's uh, a constant topic or it's just a atomic a topic that always comes up when it comes to training and exercise and I think we talk about it uh, frequently when you go into like exercise selection, like what's the best form of exercise, obviously Mm -hmm. depends on your goals, but it also depends on what you like. Um, and I always say you want to pick the form of exercises that you can do most consistently that you will do most consistently without getting injured. Mm -hmm. And that's the main key. Like, I mean, if you boil it down to between, like when you talk about no pain, no gain, being sore is not necessarily bad. Right. right, but you have to be able to. You have to be knowledgeable enough to know when something that happens during your workout can lead to pain or injury. Yeah,
1: pain, like the whole "no pain, no gain" thing. That is just absolute bull. Mm-hmm. Because there's a difference between discomfort, right, and pain, right. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness podcast. Brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts,
0: Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. We are going to investigate the age-old question. and When it comes to fitness, is no pain, no gain the right approach to your workouts? We're going to talk about that today's podcast. But before we do that, we need to uh, show our gratitude to you guys. Uh, The way I'm going to do that is by saying thank you. Thank (laughs) you guys for listening to this week's podcast and giving us those ratings and reviews that you will always do. Um, I don't even really need to ask for any more because I'm sure you've done it already. But if there's this, the slimmest, the smallest chance that maybe you haven't done a rating review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your preferred podcast, podcast, podcast app, I really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. We appreciate it. it. If you would do that. Um, also, share the podcast with a friend. Uh, we have over 400 episodes to choose from. Um, you can always just click the link. Uh, and send it, text it to a friend of one of your favorite episodes. Um, And if you need to go into all the way back in the archives, addictedtofitness.lipson.com is where you will see the whole catalog of episodes dating back to 2016? Yeah, 2016. (laughs) So really? uh actually, funny thing, I saw a Facebook memory that it had uh when the show used to be called e t t Rap show way back in mm-hmm. the early days uh, we had a memory come up and it said eight years ago wow. this was coming. so we're going on our eighth year of the podcast
1: That's
0: so like I said, go guys, uh share the podcast with a friend, give us a rating review, and follow us on Instagram at the a t f podcast so now we're gonna to get into the podcast, part of the park portion of the podcast a lot of peace known as the training recap yes would you like to recap your training first I can I'm gonna let you go first this week because I jumped into uh, going first last week yeah you
1: really you did just jump on
0: in Mm -hmm. last week so what do you got
1: um I did not have a robust week of training it was I knew it was gonna be sort of lower key, mm-hmm. lower energy. So I did I started my week off strong, kind of like Boo, went down from there. I started out with a Peloton ride. I did a Pvolve workout, so like strengths, functional strengths. Mm-hmm. I did weights, just free weights. And then I just did some, like, gentle stretching. Mm-hmm. And that was about it. Right. So, and, like, it literally, like, it just descended in intensity. You tapered off, if you will. Time and effort. <laughs> As the week went on, so. Yeah.
0: And if you guys want to talk, uh, hear about the p Volve system, we did a podcast maybe two. Yeah. Three, two or three months ago. Yeah. Where we did a live review a of it. Full review. And yeah, so Nick that.
1: actually Did some of the moves.
0: Yes. So I tried it out. out. So I would say it was definitely, uh, I highly recommend it if you're interested in that system. So learn more about it. Check that episode out. Uh, My training recap, thanks for asking, uh, was somewhat different, I would say, this week. Different. I don't know if it, definitely I would say less intense also. Mm-hmm. Um, for different reasons. Okay. Um, and I think it kind of meshes nicely or it's almost it, it's appropriate for our conversation that we're going to be talking about. Um, I felt last week and I think I mentioned it on last week's podcast that I had a slight knee mm-hmm. strain, some ligaments in my knee due to jujitsu. Um, and I was hoping that it was going to be uh, fully recovered this week so I could go back to jujitsu. But it was not. Um so I dealt with that all week um and so I did some Peloton believe it or not Peloton didn't feel bad on my knee I did a low impact
1: it it is spinning is great if you've got honestly n- any knee issues because it's it's a fluid low impact mm-hmm. kind of workout so I- I did a
0: low impact, a literal low impact class, it. which they have on the Peloton. Yep. And I didn't do any coming out of the saddle or anything like that. I just, yep. you know, stayed down and then I did a lot of upper body work. Um, you guys heard about it several times. I've gotten away from heavy, like traditional upper body movements, like heavy chest press, heavy rows, um, heavy curls, things like that, because I've had a neck and shoulder issue, which has been much better. Good. Um, but I'm doing some kind of like a uh, shoulder rehab exercises or prehab, uh, as I like to say, um, that have been really good for my upper back shoulder scapula and I've been doing, so I doubled down on that this week since my knee was kind of wonky cause, and then when I wasn't, when I, you know, was doing some of those shoulder you know, shoulder and upper back, upper body kind of prehab exercises. I was going heavy on my legs, heavy leg press, leg extensions, mm-hmm. um, Roman chair or back extensions. Um, But now since my knee was aching this week, I nixed that. So, so, uh, which I think is, uh, totally, uh, uh, also, I did some saunas this week, and I, it was funny. I saw the person who. This is going to be a callback for people who are listening to the podcast regularly. I ran into the uh, drink your own pee guy. You did. Uh, I thought he was gone. I thought maybe he got kicked out for some reason. Talking uh, not about for, not just for selling pee, advocating but,
1: drinking uh, your own pee. I
0: he definitely trains people there. Uh, which is frowned upon. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. If you're not a trainer at the facility, they don't really like you training people. Yeah. Uh, so you can kind of see, I can, I can tell that he's actually training people, you know, and I don't know if he's getting paid or not, but anywho. Yeah. Uh, so I was a while since I saw him and I was like, oh, he's got kicked out or something. But then I saw him this week. So yeah. not, I only I didn't hear him pushing P, but he was pushing something. So anywho, Oh, <laughs> well, that's a callback guys. You're going to have to go back to, uh, uh, one of the earlier podcasts of 2023 about, um, where that story originates from.
1: Oh, did um, we do an episode on that? We did we do- episode on urine therapy yeah it sparked the question of is this even yeah semi legit
0: drinking your own urine so yeah go back and look for that podcast guys (laughs) doesn't that uh, sound
1: like something you need to know
0: so yes so like i said (laughs) i think both of our training the past week almost meshes nicely with our main topic of discussion which is you know should we have the approach of no pain no gain
1: no pain, no gains. And right. if you are like me and you are envisioning right now the rock and marky mark looking absolutely jacked. Mm-hmm. That is from the movie No Pain, No Gain.
0: Right. And I mean, Not
1: that, but no. it's somewhat we're gonna talk about we're going to talk about something else.
0: So, it's a, it's always an interesting to, it's I mean, I think it's uh, a constant topic or it's just a atomic a topic that always comes up when it comes to training and exercise. And I think we talk about it Uh, frequently when you go into like exercise selection, like what's the best form of exercise, obviously Mm -hmm. depends on your goals, but it also depends on what you like. Um, and I always say you want to pick the form of exercises that you can do most consistently that you will do most consistently without getting injured. Mm -hmm. And that's the main key. Like, I mean, if you boil it down to between, like when you talk about no pain, no gain, being sore is not necessarily bad. Right, right. But you have to be able to. You have to be knowledgeable enough to know when something that happens during your workout can lead to pain or injury.
1: Yeah, pain. Like the whole "no pain, no gain" thing. That is just absolute bull. Mm-hmm. Because there's a difference between discomfort, right, and pain, right. If you're yeah. experiencing pain in your workout, stop. Right. Stop what you're doing. Take a rest, maybe see a doctor. Like, come on, come on.
0: You, you definitely. I think in, in and obviously you got to get your, you got to probably hone in your definition of pain, right? Like, and I, I think usually people confuse com- discomfort and pain. Um, I think if somebody, you know, hopefully has shooting pains in their back while performing an exercise, you know to stop.
1: Yeah, it doesn't but, feel like your body wants to do it when you get like a
0: sharp pain but unfortunately, some people there are individuals that think, "Hey, I can power through this or muscle through it for lack of you know pun intended um but that's actually definitely the wrong approach oh. because you know it's there's one thing about completing a set and or completing like your prescribed number of sets um if it feels challenging, going down and weight to finish the sets is cryo substitution, but thinking that, oh, you know that, that last set hurt, it'd be fine. You know, I feel okay. Now I can do another set at the same weight or go up in weight, which would be, you know, when we're talking about resistance training could definitely be more detrimental, but it could be same thing for cardio. Like, I mean, if you're trying to do long distance running, you know, if you do, your training regimen has you going up to, you know, six miles. And when you did the five miles, you had severe pain in your feet afterwards. You know, you mm-hmm. didn't, you, you, I don't think you should just jump to go to that six miler. You know, you should take time to recover, stretch, address the issue, maybe see somebody like a physical therapist or massage, massage therapist, depending on the extent of the pain.
1: Yeah. Or a foot doctor. Yeah. I've and then implant fasciitis, it is awful.
0: Right. So, I mean, that, that's the key. I think the idea is, and you know, it's both, it happens, I think for men and women alike, especially now that I'm not, I don't want to pick on a particular discipline. Um, but I think that CrossFit has become so popular in the last couple of decades. I think the idea of pushing through pain, go
1: for the PM.
0: Yeah. Yeah. PR.
1: PR. Sorry. (laughs) blah. to go for the PR uh-huh. like constantly cuz yes. i mean like you see it like oh yeah someone's going to PR today or i'm going to PR today which sounds sort of dirty when i say yeah. it like that but like people write out like when they have that that PR workout like right. they put it on the boards in crossfit even like yeah. it's very much the goal but it can't be your goal every day. Right. Made.
0: And like I said, it's not just CrossFit. I mean, I know Orange Theory Fitness does things yeah. like that where they really try to people set scores and records and things. Even surprise high cycling. Intensity, you high intensity, high
1: impact. Those are going to be the areas. Those kinds of workouts are where you're going to experience it the most. The right. The pressure yeah. of, you know, you you need to push, 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 work through the, the pain. Mm-hmm. So... First of all, let's do a quick science lesson just in case, you know, you are a a newcomer. You're starting some, you're starting your working out routines. You're starting your health and fitness journey. And you say, well, you know, everybody I talk to says I need to be sore. I don't really know why I'm sore. I should just be sore. So, Trainer Nick, Mm -hmm. why do we get sore? Why do our muscles in particular
0: get sore? Well, I mean, it's it has to do with, especially if you're starting a new regimen plan, it's like the kind of the buildup of lactic acid in your body after you work out. You know, this lactic acid makes your muscles sore and you're, you're just, you're not used to straining or st- stressing your muscles at that kind of rate. Right. And then also you're also building new muscles. So in order to kind of like build new muscle, which it takes time, you got to break down that muscle. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you're looking at essentially muscle breakdown um, in order to gain new muscle, gain new, you know, not even build muscle, but also muscle endurance and things like that. So, yeah, you're breaking down the muscles while you do especially resistance training Um So that's why you get you're going to get sore, especially when you first start working out. And I mean, heck, I still get sore doing some exercise. Well, not some, but like the when I do workouts too. Yeah, you
1: throw a new you throw a new move in there. You're challenging your body in a mm -hmm. different way. You would expect to. You know that you're hitting your muscles in a new way. If you feel a little bit of a little bit of soreness, a little bit of tiredness. Right after, like you know, in the the day or so, two days right. that follow.
0: Yeah, I need. Yeah, I'm a 36 hour guy. It usually, takes me 36 hours to feel.
1: Same. Like- yeah, I'm.
0: I'm almost two days sometimes, unless I do a really hardcore workout, right. and then it shows up at 24. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not the. It's not a indicator that you had a good workout that you're sore, but it's not a negative thing that you're sore from your workout. Right. So, um, I think that's. Uh, some people think I have to be sore to have a good workout, which I don't think is necessarily true. I mean, there's some people that are conditioned to the point where they are basically You know they don't get the muscle soreness that they used to. I mean that's that's Mm -hmm. I think that's a that's a point of being where you've got in conditioned enough that your body can handle uh, the breakdown of the tissue and things like that. Now if you're trying to really push, gain muscle or lose weight, you probably will be more depending on what your fitness goals are. You're probably more apt to be sore afterwards, just because you are kind of trying to push yourself past your current uh, boundaries of whatever it be muscle endurance or muscle strength or cardiorespiratory fitness for that matter.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I noticed when I, I went for like a mile, mile and a half run, it wasn't even that long, Mm -hmm. but because I hadn't done that in so long, like there were muscles in my legs that I felt for the first time that were sore. Like, you know, like a day and a half later, and I was like, "Whoa, yeah, like, was that from? because I did other things too, but I was like, Is that that's got it? like the only thing that was really new was because of the run. And it's probably because I really don't do a lot of impact anymore. Right. And so running very high impact. So you are your your joints and everything, they are absorbing a lot more. Um, not pressure, but what am I thinking? What's the yeah. word I'm thinking? Of?
0: Uh, I mean, like, I, I would say impact. Force, force. yeah, impact, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: impact and force. Yeah. So your muscles are working in a very different way when you do that. So just because I don't do impact a lot, that workout, not what I would exper- like, would ever describe as, like, a really intense, crazy workout. I was sore afterwards. Yeah. And I was, but it was, it was not like, I've been sore after workouts where like it hurt to sit, it hurt to lay, like, you know, where you've absolutely ripped apart your muscles and your body is just like, stop moving. Yeah. And those, that is is not functional kind of discomfort. Like those are the sort of things where you know you probably push yourself too far. So that's the question though. That's the next question. Now that we know how and why we're sore, you know, it could be we're, really it just comes down to we're challenging ourselves in a new way. So what's bad and what's good?
0: Well, I think bad is like when you talk about pain specifically, sharp acute pain, and especially in like a joint or I mean, even a muscle area, like a, that is bad you know, but day after 36 hours soreness, that's not necessarily bad. You know, depending on your age and your recovery level, you might have to take a, add in extra rest day or do, you know, what they call, what is it? What's the word I'm looking for? Not recover.
1: active rest day? Thank
0: you. Active rest day. Um, so you, that, that might be needed, but I think if, You gotta find the difference between the pain and that if it's acute or if it's chronic, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, I mean, acute happens at the time, sharp pains in a specific area. Obviously, you need to probably most likely rest. Do a lot of rest or see a professional to get it addressed. Mm-hmm. And or if you have chronic issue like me having chronic issues with my shoulder, um, you know, seeing yeah. you know, your mother for therapy and things like that or, and modifying my workouts. You know, that's something that I think is a part of the no pain, no gain question is people. I think people. Don't ever really want to stop, right? Which I I appreciate to a certain. I have that kind of uh, thing in my brain sometimes that I never want to stop. I just want to keep going. Um, But I think it's about, and you've said it before, about how you have to modify if you are having discomfort in one area, something going on in your life where you can't do said workout that you really like that week. You got to modify, yeah. Right. So I think it's about defining the pain. To know if it's something that's acute, major that needs to be addressed, or it's something that could be basically mitigated or fixed by a couple extra days of active recovery or rest days.
1: Yeah. Also, I'm a big believer that if you if you are experiencing debilitating, so you like something that's actually causing you a loss of regular function, that to me is means you need rest Mm -hmm. like that means yeah you busted your butt in a workout and you maybe went a little far
0: well and that's
1: gonna be that's gonna not necessarily mean like okay well this is something i never do again right but i think that that discourages a lot of people too when they're Mm -hmm. in that much pain
0: right yeah, I think what it is, when I hear that, when somebody tells me that, oh, especially the the phrase I, I don't know, always, but I hear is, oh, I couldn't even sit down on the toilet. Oh my gosh, yeah. You know? I've, I've been there, man. And to <laughs> me, awful. what that means to me is that, well, after you left, say, if it was somebody who trained with me, I was like, well, after you left with me, you went out and did something well, you didn't even, you didn't stretch, you didn't like hydrate. I told you, yeah. you didn't hydrate, you didn't sleep well, and you... I usually hear it from younger people, not all the time, but you probably went out and drank and stayed up late and not sleep. You didn't recover properly. Right. You know, and I try to to stress that, especially as we get older, we have to recover. I mean, everybody needs to recover. If you want to make those progressions in your workout, whether it be gaining strength, muscle, lose weight, gain cardiorespiratory fitness, you have to recover. That's the only way you're going to progress. Is if you allow your body to recover. Because if you don't recover. If you don't allow your body to recover. You're always going to be sore. And you're always going to have that attitude. Like you just have bad up that. it's like. Oh I don't want to do this anymore. Because it hurts too much. Yeah. You know. There's a way to do it. I mean like you said. Usually when I design plans for people. I modify it to their fitness level. Mm
1: -hmm. Right.
0: So I say. Okay. One of the
1: benefits of working with someone else. That really knows though. Because. I've worked with trainers. And then I've. Trained myself most of my life and the workouts that absolutely like crushed me were the ones that I did myself yeah I did it to myself yeah and it was because I didn't know like I I saw a workout and I would try it and I I would be absolutely destroyed afterwards yeah and I will say confession I used to freaking love that like I was almost addicted to that for a certain part of my life right and and then I had to like start parenting and like showing up for other people and I was like this cannot happen I could not be like immobile and unable to like pick up my kid or like you know chase the dog or whatever it is when it's trying to eat a chicken whatever it is like you just It's not not a a good fit for your life. Mm -hmm. I will also put on my, you know, kind of like women's health hat. Mm -hmm. And I will say that because men are on a 24-hour hormonal cycle and women are on a 28-day hormonal cycle, that means that certain types of workouts where you might, you know, have those where you might be pushing yourself harder, particularly with like strength and things like that, there are certain times of the month where your hormones are either more supportive of that or less supportive of that, which is going to mean there's sometimes you could do a workout that is intense, it is high impact, like when you are in your like ovulatory phase you can go hard, like follicular and ovulatory phases. You can push yourself and your body will meet you there in its best form. But when you start getting into your luteal and particularly your menstrual, you are actually doing yourself a disservice because your body is literally going to start trying to protect itself. Mm-hmm. It's going to get sore faster. That high impact is going to have a much harsher um you know causation of things in your body it you're not going to lose the same amount of like burn the same amount of calories and lose the same amount of weight you would in one of those other times so there really are optimal times like guys they go through the same thing every day so like you find there's probably date times of the day where you're like oh yeah if i do a workout in the morning versus the afternoon versus the evening there's certain differences just in the workout time yeah the same thing. It's just because our bodies are literally at a different point because of where our hormone cycle is. Yeah. So that's something to think about. And like for men, same deal. Like figure out how you're feeling if you're doing your workouts in the middle of the day and then you are freaking exhausted afterwards, maybe take a note and say, well actually I do a lot better in the morning time when i'm in kind of like that build up stage yeah. or i do it like you know the evening f- time i can do some like you know some solid weights but i can't do it for long you you figure out right. what makes sense for you based on that so going even deeper <laughs> that's a whole other level too. of yeah. things to look at
0: so i think uh, uh to somewhat sum it up uh definitely i would say Yes and no. Well, I said, "No pain, no gain." Sometimes, but not all the times. Like I said, I, I, with pain, I like that. All right, let me go back. I'll go back.
1: No pain, no gain. Wrong.
0: Yeah, but actually, I think it's a no pain. What do you say? Yeah, it I rhymes,
1: think... and it's the only reason that people say it. <laughs> I swear, but. No, pain should not be the thing you were right. looking for. Pain, like you talked about earlier, it is acute. Mm-hmm. It yes. indicates something is wrong. It is your body telling you, dumbass, pay attention because I'm broken or I'm about to be broken. Yeah. Do not push me. Maybe not dumbass. Maybe, That's
0: you know. Dummy, stupid head.
1: Stubborn, butt. Okay. Stubborn, but I don't know. Put your, put your own word in but, here. Poop head. I don't know.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like I said, because also if, if you think you're going to push past that pain and it is something acute, then you will be down even longer with a permanent injury. Yeah. You know? yeah. So that's what you want to avoid Uh, more than anything else. You want to avoid that. Listen to your body. If there is something that's acute, you need to stop seeing a professional, but not saying having discomfort several days after workouts is not uncommon. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't be discouraged by that. What you should be discouraged if it's somewhat debilitating, like you said. If you're losing
1: daily function right. because of it. Oops. You
0: may need to scale back your workouts, probably first of all, but also look at what you're doing for your own recovery. Yeah. Are you recovering? Like I said, are you doing the things you said, nutrition, hydration, sleep? Um, are you
1: a teenager or right. in your 20s right. and still going out yeah, and drinking that, after a hard workout? Exactly. <laughs>
0: I mean, I used to train. I had a, a class we talked about on the podcast years ago, the booty class. Oh, yeah. And rough, basically, man. it was just a group of women. All they wanted was lower body exercises. And I was like, okay, I can do that. But after you leave here, I mean, I can I tell need- stretch you recover drink protein Epsom salt yeah, bath and you like be all doing this that. stuff no it was saturday morning class and of course most of the girls just went out and partied saturday night so they were like oh i couldn't even walk the next day i was like yeah your body was probably in shambles. I was like, "What are you doing it's a to me?" Very intense yeah, class, exactly. So it's like it—it it, it can be done. You can lift heavy weights. You can do it with you know the idea of progressive overload to really gain muscle or gain strength. But you have to do your due diligence after the mm-hmm. workout in order to continue that regimen. Yeah, like I said, if you're having too much pain or discomfort—I should say not pain because we're trying to differentiate the two—you need to address your Workout schedule and/or recovery schedule.
1: Yeah. So if you are someone who has been doing this a long time, and you're like, "Well, I love, I, I love that feeling of you know hurting a little bit, like or you feel like you feel your muscles,"
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're we're saying like that that's okay as yeah. long as you understand where you are and that this is not painful. This isn't you know indication of possible injury of pushing Mm -hmm. yourself too far if you are just starting out in your workout journey though do not feel like this idea of being sore is something you have to strive for just know that it is a natural part Of how your body is breaking down and building up in order to make you stronger, that discomfort, that muscle exhaustion and ache, but do start to understand and label your levels of discomfort and really pay attention. If you, you see it not going away, Mm -hmm. like even just discomfort for prolonged times that you need to take a break.
0: Yeah. I mean, this past week, I just told you guys in the training recap, I had knee pain all week and I was working hard doing my recovery, my stretches, sauna, hot tub in it, You're stuff like, like checking that. it
1: all the boxes. I tried to do
0: it all. And then <laughs> on Friday, I was like, all right, I'm going to go to open mat, which is pretty low key, you know, nothing too crazy. And of course, Friday, I wake up and my knee still hurts. it took a lot of self-talk to say, don't go. Don't yeah. go to jujitsu. Don't do it, and I didn't do it. So, it's tough happy. when you
1: have something you really love. Yeah. to Yeah,
0: and yeah, and hopefully you do love working out too. If you're you're somebody who's dealing with that, but you got to yeah. tell yourself, I'm in it for the long haul. So I yeah. take the time now to recover, so I can do it later on. Yeah. So that's kind of the moral to the story. Longevity. I think. So speaking of getting a pump safely,
1: getting pumped up. Now we're going to be what's got you
0: pumped up. Talked about what's got us pumped. I'll let you go first, once again, oh. since I stole it from you last week. Okay. What are you pumped for this week?
1: Two words, organization and simplification of my phone. Of your phone. Of right. my phone. So, I if you've been on this podcast a while, you might have heard me use a phrase way back, digital wellness. Mm-hmm. I truly think that you know technology can be used to help us, but it takes discipline, like most things. Um, moderation. and you have to figure out what works for you. And I have I don't know exactly why, but I somehow I got down the road of like organizing your cell phone videos on YouTube. And it was, it was organizing other things, and then it ended up into how you organize your cell phone, like tips and hacks for how wow. you do that. Yes, this is the stuff that entertains me. Don't ask me why. I'm a nerd. Um, and I have now simplified what used to be three screens on my, my phone, which is it's not a small phone. I have the Pro Max. It's significant. It's a good size phone. I had three screens of apps in folders. Mm. It wasn't even just, you know, just the icon standalone. Oh, no, three screens of apps in folders. I now have that boiled down to three folders, three standalone apps, and three widgets on my main screen. And the reason for that is because, A, you get a whole other screen of widgets if you swipe to the right and also i learned about the amazing benefits of the swiping left to get to your app library which is sort of idiotic that you i didn't know that i knew that wow but i didn't know how to like use it effectively and like i was afraid if i for, if i didn't have it in a folder i wouldn't know where to find it mm-hmm. because i do forget sometimes the apps that i have on here but I didn't look in great detail that like, the app library bundles it all into little categories for you, which were the categories I had folders for. Right. And I'm like, so I would be on my phone and I would just be staring at it and say, oh, I haven't checked that app in a while, I'll look at that. Oh, I haven't checked that app in a while, I'll look at that. And I would spend stupids, stupids, stupid amount of time scrolling through my phone Mm. as we know scrolling it's like it's it's kind of like Chinese food in a way Mm -hmm. because you just want to keep eating it and you think a little bit more is going to make me happier a little bit more is going to make me happier I'm sorry that I'm using like an ethnic food to describe this but like this is what happens with me and Chinese food and then all of a sudden you look and you're like oh my god i feel awful <laughs> like i just ate way too much food mm-hmm. and i you know like this it's just one of those i love it so much but it's not like you constantly you want more i don't know there's something about it it's mm-hmm. just so good not real chinese food of course i'm talking about like chinese fast food I'm sorry if i have offended anybody um but it's it's just not it's not satisfying. Scrolling is not satisfying. You you constantly want more. You're constantly looking for the next thing. Right. So that whole mindset and also I took all of my social media apps off this. Mm. So now if I want a social media app, I have to purposefully look for it in my app library or the search which I mean, Apple does an amazing job. There's search on the bottom. There's search if you swipe like up there's search everywhere so really having multiple screens of apps was doing me more harm so i simplified i organized i took advantage i'm like these are the apps that i want to see in like big you know take up the the bulk of my area mm-hmm. and i just made those be the shortcuts and i like that now i can visualize more information i don't i do have like three two or three places where weather widgets or weather app pops up because I'm apparently addicted to knowing the weather. Um, but, yeah, I feel really good about
0: that. Wow, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, efficiency. I yeah. That's, it, that's the main thing and I it, like.
1: it's like clearing my mind. Uh-huh. Clearing my phone somehow helped me clear my mind and focus the use of my phone.
0: Good. Well, what I'm pumped for is that it is an app uh-huh. which is uh, coincidental. Uh the camp strength app is now the golf training systems app. We changed over. Um yes, we have a primary focus on golfers. Um and you can check it out at gts.golf is the website. Um so and we do have an Instagram golf underscore training, underscore systems. So that is a, basically the app that I use to send out online workouts changed over. And, you know, our primary focus is golf golfers. Yeah. But we build a lot of programs that everybody can use, especially a lot of stretching and mobility programs that is really beneficial to everybody, not just golfers. So any, especially rotational athletes, but anybody that's looking to ha- improve their flexibility and mobility. I know that's um, really what it comes
1: down to. Yeah. Is like for golf is such you have to have such high mobility and strength.
0: Yes. So yeah, I mean, that's, our programs are really focused on that. Um, Yes, to apply it to the golf game, a lot of thoracic rotation, thoracic rotation, a lot of hip mobility, strength, power exercises, like we talked about last week, is a huge part of the training we do. Um, But like I said, there's a lot of overlap for everybody, rotational athletes, but also people that are just looking to, you know, feel a little better improving their mobility and flexibility. So Tampa Strength app, now golf training systems. You can find it in your app store. GTS.golf is the website if you want to learn more. Is it a free app? It is a free app, but you have mm. to subscribe. You have to, to one subscribe to get the plans, exactly right. Free app, but so you can explore the app. Um there might be some free plans on under the plan if you sign up uh to see for just how the app works. Um, yeah,
1: like a trial or anything. So
0: like I said, it depending as are we're, we're going to launch launch our monthly subscription mm-hmm. in March. Um so we Ooh. should have a short trial period for people to try it out. So I haven't don't have the all the specifics yet, but it we're gonna be coming soon, soon. Yeah. to
1: an app mm-hmm.
0: That's right. So I would say definitely check out GTS.gov for more info. Very
1: cool.
0: All right. That's what's pumped about. That's what I got I'm pumped for. That's what you're pumped for. That the cell phone what are the two words? Simplification.
1: And simplification. So
0: and hopefully you're pumped for this week's episode about no pain, no gain. Yeah. Guys. So if you are, please let us know by leaving us a rating review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your preferred podcast app. Um, you can also connect with us on Instagram at the ATF Podcast. Just send us a DM. And once in or last but not least, please share the podcast with a friend.
1: And I can take a picture of my phone right now <laughs> and you can even see what I'm talking about.
0: Yep. Anything so you that you know
1: I'm not BSing you.
0: Yeah, you'll see it on the Instagram, the yes, ATF we'll put it Podcast. it on the Instagram. All right, you got anything else for him?
1: Nope.
0: This has been another edition of the Addicted Fitness Podcast, and we'll check you next time. Bye. For all things addicted to fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at the ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes Store. Thanks.